We're recording. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to Recording Live. As always, I am Dexter and with me is... It's me, Matt. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about WandaVision. Uh, It just last episode aired last night or yesterday. I watched it last night. Um, And yeah, we're going to be talking about, I guess, how we what we think about it. And but uh, before that, I'm going to say you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. uh, Nobody. I don't know. I don't monitor Instagram very well. So Facebook or Twitter is good. You can email us hello at recordinglivepodcast.com or just go to our website and that'll show you all the ways to get in contact with us and see where to download and subscribe to this podcast. Um, also, uh, I don't think it's been mentioned yet technically on the podcast. Um, we recorded an episode before this. It's going to come out after this um, where I did mention it already, but we have merch now. Uh, Matt actually posted something on Facebook about it. So thank you, Matt. Um, but if you head over to uh, buzzkillkid.com slash recording live, uh, that'll get you to our merch. We have a mug, uh, some stickers, socks, and I just put up a T-shirt the other day as well. So I saw um, that. Yeah, I meant to show that to you. I forgot to. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get some merch, um, head on over to buzzkillkid.com slash recording live um or recording live podcast both of them will work um, but that's actually my web store that i created because um one of my other hobbies i guess from this pandemic was to just design some shirts and stickers and stuff because um, i don't know and i know the web's the internet enough i guess i was able to build a web st- or a, an e-commerce store i don't know what to call it but there's a couple designs i've created um that are just up there, so you can buy those too. But certainly buy the recording live stuff if you enjoy our show. Um, but yeah, other than that, we can get started. Uh, is there anything you've been up to, Matt? Uh, let me think. Well, I, I did a. Uh, we haven't shown it off yet, but I did do a new picture. I drew. I drew something for recording live, and. Uh, I've only shown it to Dexter and a couple others, Lee and Tom and stuff, but I, I, need <laughs> yeah. to, I love it. I really want to see that like someday on a shirt or stickers oh, or sure. that, but I need to do yeah, a yeah. little doctoring on it. Cause I noticed, uh, uh, like anyone, you always see your own flaws. And so I saw something. So I, I will say this much, if we can get this, uh, uh, this podcast out in a couple of days, I will, I'll get it done tonight or tomorrow. And then I will post it that day. So then you guys can actually see what I mean uh with this but i just had some fun things i told dexter and this is going to be in the next uh episode after this one that airs that i i said i want to do some more things and so i've been working on some stuff too so um i did a little bit of that uh what i did do something in the back oh oh i got a new toy i got my uh airbrush kit um oh yeah you showed that so you're airbrushing it's for painting model or your yeah, it's for my models? little transformer models that I've talked yeah. about on here. It's a it's called a Gundam marker airbrush. It uses hmm. like uh they it doesn't use paint per se. It uses these paint markers that uh, are made okay. by Gundam models. And what it does is you just insert it into the airbrush uh handle and it just connects mm-hmm. to either a compressor or some com- a can of compressed air. It came with the compressed air can. So and then it just sprays it on. So I've been messing around with some of my models that I'm not 100% proud of. And I used to show them off a little bit here and there on my Instagram and things. But I'm really not satisfied with how they've turned out. 
uh, out of like four four models, I think I've made. Th- uh, yeah, four models. I'm only proud of one that I think looks actually really good. The rest just don't look very good. Mostly because it's not that I don't have the patience uh, for doing model making. I do like model making. It's just that these specific models aren't intended to be painted. You can, but they have a shine. The plastic has a finish on it. So using a brush and stuff doesn't really look very good. And so that's kind of why I bought this this fun little thing to do because airbrushing mm-hmm. works. And so this is my first doing of airbrush uh, detailing. And it, it's pretty fun. It's cool. So mm-hmm. And I have an air compressor uh from my dad but i don't have it yet i have to go get it eventually so uh <laughs> that way i won't have to use these compressed air because i think those things are like five to ten dollars so oh like uh, a co2 cartridge yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's just a can of compressed air like it's, oh. just, it's like the size of a pop can and oh okay yeah 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 okay. it's it's pretty fun so i've been messing with that for the past couple days and uh, that's about it for me. I mean, I wanted to say I thought I had some other things that have gone on the past couple of weeks, but I'm drawing a blank right now, which is fine because sometimes we drag on with this section. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, um, that's about it for me. But, yeah, we can uh, we're going to discuss WandaVision that uh, finished up yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. OK. Uh, I'm not ready for some reason. So, yeah, WandaVision wrapped up. It was ten episodes, I believe. Nine. Nine episodes? Oh, yeah, and the last episode was like 50 minutes, so I guess it felt like ten. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fast episode, though. I did not – when it was over, I was just like, was that really almost an hour? Like, it just – Yeah. I don't know. Um, and each episode was pretty – it's like a 20, 30-minute 30 30 show, typically? 30, 35, yeah. Okay, which was kind of nice, I guess, because I feel like most – of those uh, like streaming shows lately have been, yeah, no, I guess yeah, thirty nine, forty minutes. I know Mandalorian went from uh, like thirty five to fi- to forty five minutes. Yeah, and like I know like Netflix shows, if they're spanning an hour, they are an hour. They're like yeah, f- excuse me, they're like fifty nine and a half minutes. And yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, it's a little random what, what's paced out. So I think for like the upcoming one, cause I think that starts next week is, uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. Oh, that starts next week. Nice. Yeah. Back, uh, back Glad to we back. don't have to wait. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a break. I know there's going to be a special, uh, new series on Disney plus that's like behind the scenes of the MCU, like making of, and the first episode is WandaVision. So okay. that'll, that'll be, nice. be cool. But yeah, so like WandaVision is in many ways the way to describe the show, obviously if you're watching it, but you know, just for the sake of we'll we'll do a quick rundown. It's kind of a six sequel to Avengers Endgame. It takes mm-hmm. place three weeks after Endgame. Not exactly the most current Marvel continuity because Spider Man Homecoming six months after Endgame. Yeah. But uh, this is six. This is three weeks after. It is dealing. Uh, I mean, obviously starring Wanda, and the what happened to her after Endgame. Like she was killed during the Infinity Gauntlet snap. She came back, and once again, she's kind of lost everything. You know, she her uh, vision died twice, mm-hmm. and and this is kind. This is a show that is dealing with her dealing with losing everything it is 
formatted in a way where like I think the first six episodes are all dealing with certain genres of television. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode takes place in the 60s or 50s. And then yeah, each episode jumps night. a decade of television yeah. until it gets up to kind of modern television where it's mockumentary office, modern family yeah. style. And and then it, it goes into like vision is alive and mm-hmm. they're trying. And that's a big question. How's vision alive and everything? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it turns out Wanda dealing with losing everything like abducted a town and altered it to be essentially her perfect life. She created a, a brand new vision and mm-hmm. they are just living like a modern American couple with children that she creates. They don't necessarily have the memories of being Avengers, even though that she has powers, he's a robot and stuff. So mm-hmm. there's play on that and stuff. But yeah, the biggest mystery of it was what's going on, who's doing all this. And we're introduced to new characters and new things like Sword, the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we've had uh, new characters, uh, a lot of returning characters. We've got uh, the girl from Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, Mm -hmm. uh, Darcy from the Thor movies, the intern, and Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Woo, who uh was in ant-man and wasp he's an fbi agent and they're all trying to figure out what is going on with wanda why she created all this Mm -hmm. yeah and um oh man something popped in my head when you were talking but i remember just yeah the whole time especially the first four episodes as you're watching it it's kind of confusing because it's just like like what's going on why is there this weird tv show format Mm-hmm. Um, even though like, so Wanda seems very preoccupied with having like a perfect American like life, um, which I guess isn't super noticeable until they start having kids yeah. because she's very pre- like, she wants like an American name for the kid. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, that's one of the things they're arguing about is like, she wants, I think Jimmy or Tommy, Tommy. Tommy because she's in her like because she says at one point it's it's a the perfect American name and then Vision wanted Jimmy I think um and I don't know that he had a reason I forget um and and so like once she says that even like it kind of like okay so they're living through these perfect American TV shows and we're like so she's so she's in control she's trying to create a perfect life through these TV shows um, but then like at one point, um, the FBI guy is, he's able to radio into her and he's saying, or actually I think it's like in the second episode and you don't know who's saying it at that point. Uh, but it's like Wanda, what, like who's doing this to you? And so then I was like, Oh, well, okay. So who is doing this to her? And so, yeah, like you said, there's the confusion of like, why is this happening? Who is doing it? um sort of thing and then like how are how is she having kids so suddenly and just a lot of weird things are going on because she even seems to not understand what's going on at different points yeah Um, that was weird and then you find out she's just faking it all like she 100 percent knows what's going on yeah like well and even that like sometimes you're like okay she's 100 percent in control but then other times like she seems confused 
or uh, she's either faking it so well that like I was just like, oh, oh, is she in control? Like, or does she think she's in control? It, um, but it then, is kind of confusing. Yeah, no, it's very confusing up until I would even say up until the last episode. I um, I don't know. I maybe think second to last episode. I, I I don't know. I think the moment she actually leaves the hex with the drone and throws okay. it in front of Sword's feet. I think it's pretty apparent she knows exactly what's going on. She's playing, she's, uh, she's faking it through the whole thing. Cause yeah, it seems a little weird here and there. Uh, but then again, she also does apologize. Like, yeah, it, it actually, you know what? You're, you're right. It's very weird because that time where they put a drone in, she comes out dressed as herself and with her accent. Yep. It's like, Oh, she knows exactly what's happening. Like she's yeah. faking all this. She's lying. And then she says, uh, in the last episode of Vision, that she was sorry she didn't come forward after she figured it out. And you're yeah. left going, what? Well, so, okay, um, to kind of come full circle with explaining things, like, this is going to be definite, like, I mean, we've already Oh, spoiled we're just going to spoil bit. the hell out of this. Um, you know what? But, oh, and if so, you're listening to this, you know what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, and I'll put it in the title. But, um, so... The really confusing part after that, especially, so she comes out, she throws the drone down and she seems very confident and like she knows everything, like, like she knows what she did. She knows what's going on. She tells them to leave her alone. Yeah. But then her brother shows up yes. uh, and it's the wrong brother. It's the brother from the, uh, from the, the, the Fox um, X-Men movies. Well, not the brother from Fox. It's the, it's, 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 uh, it's Quicksilver. Silver being played by evan peters who yes. uh played quicksilver in the fox x-men movies wait and so he's, he's playing himself no he's uh he's being played by evan peters but i mean his real name is what was it randall boner oh yeah yeah <laughs> and uh or ralph boner yeah uh and hey guess what Every well everyone was going oh my god this is going to introduce uh, mutants this is going to bring in something's yeah. going to happen where the mutants of the fox is getting judged over they cast him just for the sake of casting him they well they cast him well they cast him because they wanted people talking about it to watch the show yeah uh, and then, honestly That's... i loved i love that they had him in it, it the, okay so then the weird thing is is that he basically played that quicksilver too sort like, of sort of the, i noticed the one thing though is his uh, super speed is just like the MCU one and not the Fox one. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And his so, hairstyle is like the MCU one and not the Fox one. Oh, interesting. I guess I didn't. Yeah, notice yeah. That. I'm not super familiar with the Fox one, I guess. But so the uh, the reason I brought that up too, though, is because when he shows up, she's confused and she doesn't know how it happened. Yes. But at the same time, she seemed confused and didn't know how things happened at the beginning either. And so it's almost as if. Like, it's kind of coming off that she's using magic unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, which, at that point, it's just kind of like, okay, maybe I don't know that I like that her magic works that way, but I didn't write it, whatever. This is the um, criticism I have in my thoughts section, to be honest. Okay. And then, uh, and but then later, um, other things happen, like the they get a dog, they're looking for the dog, and she seems a little surprised that the dog died, the dog dies. Uh, and then some, like, there's another thing, and, and basically what it turns out is, is all, so 
everything that she finds confusing is actually because it turns out there's another witch. Yes, that, Agatha uh, Harkness is the villain of the show. I, yeah, so Agatha Harkness, who, like, I have no idea who that is. And, I mean, it turns... So you told me that she was, like, her mentor. She's Wanda's mentor. She was the okay. in the comics. She taught Wanda magic. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess that's what she kind of did here, because she explains a couple of magic things to Wanda because Wanda didn't even realize she was using magic. She like to her, like that's just her ability. Yeah. She thought she was using her infinity stone powers. Yeah. Uh, which then, yeah, we find out that that's how she got her powers, which it almost even suggested to, in my opinion, uh, uh, so that they're in those, was it the last episode they're reliving or the second to last episode? Um, uh, Agatha, Agatha. Yes. Agatha. Agatha is making her relive moments in her life because Agatha wants to know where she got her power and why she's mm-hmm. so powerful. And so there's a, the first one it's, she's like a little girl. Uh, and it's the scene where basically her, uh, there it, well, it's where you realize why they relived, um, all the t- TV episodes or shows. It's because as a kid, they would have TV night where they would yep. watch an American TV show. And her favorite as a kid was the Dick Van Dyke show, specifically like episode 20 or something or season three, episode 20, I guess. I don't really yes. remember, but, um, and then while they're watching that show or that episode in particular, uh, their house gets bombed, which is, it's a Tony Stark or it's a Stark industries, uh, like missile that or bomb that hits and like there's her and her brother are staring at it apparently mm-hmm. for three days. Yeah. It's, uh, that it's, it's uh, showing a conversation that happened in age of Ultron. Yes. I thought that that was something that already happened. Um, but it's interesting because at one point she reaches out to it with her hands and then Agatha immediately stops the, uh, the hallucination, I guess. Uh, and it almost seemed as if they were suggesting she had the that like that's that it wasn't a dud and that she turned it off. Agatha even says that too. She says yeah. you used your powers to save your brother and Which you. And Wanda, and Wanda says she, she didn't. But I would almost even I almost wonder if she just didn't realize it. That would I think that's it, what it's supposed to simulate is or uh, supposed to convey is that she is a witch. And yes. the Mind Stone just amplified her. Yes. It triggered her ability to use witchcraft, even though she doesn't know how to use witchcraft. She doesn't know spells or anything. Yeah. Well, and it gave her the ability because that's the whole point is uh, Agatha labeled her the Scarlet Witch, which is a witch who can do incantations without speaking. Yes. So, who can do magic without incantations. And it's like supposed to destroy the world, supposedly, and which, everything. I guess foretells potentially how is that what House of M is? No, I think oh, okay. this is what House of M is. I think this is the adaptation. This is their House of M. Okay, that's I fair. think that's what this is the closest thing we're ever going to get to House of House of M was Wanda all not destroying the world but rewriting okay. it where mutants are the dominant species instead of oh right, right. okay. Um, yeah, and so then in the end, it turns out that Agatha's special witchcraft ability is that she can like absorb people's uh, power. So if you yeah. attack her with witchcraft, she just like pulls it out of the witch, and like they kind of uh, look like a dried out corpse. They turn into like zombies. They turn to mummies. Yeah, they, yeah, they get mummified essentially. And so as Wanda's using her powers on Agatha, her hands are like kind of becoming black and mummified. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until the very end when they're fighting and 
she she acts like she's intentionally giving Agatha all of her power because Agatha promises to like gift her the town as yeah. and that she can live there in peace with her family. Um, but then it turns out that she like she, she tricks put up, her. She tricks her, puts up runes that she learned from Agatha, so that Agatha can't use her powers anymore. And then uh, she basically just pulls all of her magic back out of Agatha at the very end. And And, becomes the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, her complete outfit turns into a pretty traditional Scarlet Witch. Yeah, a really good outfit. Like, it's actually a really good good outfit. And I'm surprised I never noticed that Wanda has never gone by the name Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I think... Officially in the MCU, because she's been in the movies for six years now. Yeah, and, well, it's kind of funny, too, because I don't think a lot, especially in the MCU, a lot... Most of the people don't really, or maybe not most, but I feel like a lot of them don't officially have their names yet. No, I don't think uh, I don't think Natasha has ever gone by the Black Widow, but yeah. she, well, she has a lot. Will be dropped in her movie. <laughs> well, and I, I'm I'm guessing that Black Widow is just one of her aliases, and she just doesn't use them. How much you want to bet that she's going to be called the Black Widow? Because the Black Widow is the greatest spy in the Russian uh, espionage. Probably. It's a rank. Oh. You think that's, sure that that's what that's going to be? It, Natasha's being called the Black Widow is going to be Wanda being called the Scarlet Witch. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because, yeah, because they kind of turned the Scarlet Witch. I don't want to give, like, I don't want to nag on MCU, but that kind of sounds like something that's going to be a plot point. Yeah, well, it's funny, too, because the MCU almost, I mean, they very much shy away from a lot of those goofier aspects of comic books. Like like having code names. They've got a balance of realism and comic or very well. Which I which I thought that they brought up very well in Guardians of the Galaxy two with Taserface, where Taser, where Taserface says his, he calls himself Taserface and and Rocket Raccoon just starts like just making fun of him. Oh like, yeah, or the fact that oh yeah, or the fact that Star Lord gets ridiculed because his name is Star Lord. Yeah yeah yeah. Like, uh, or uh, the fact that you have Rocket Raccoon who's never called Rocket yeah. Raccoon. Do they because he doesn't know what a raccoon is because he's not actually a raccoon. Yeah. What do they call him? Do they just call him Rocket? Does he have yeah, a name? Rocket. Yep. Okay. Just Rocket. Yeah. Or I mean, Drax and, the Destroyer. He's not called Drax no, the he's Destroyer. Just, he's called Drax. Drax. Yeah. Um, that is funny. That Gar- I mean, Guardians seems a little more tongue-in-cheek about that stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. I'm trying to think. The villains, even. like you, Most of the villains, I don't feel like, took on their monikers, either. Um, I mean, Batrock the Leaper was just Batrock. <laughs> he... Not that he was in it very much. <laughs> well, guess what? He's is Batrock in it again? He's going to be in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Awesome. George St. Pierre has been, uh, has been cast back as Batrock. That, no, that makes me so happy. He's such a ridiculous... I mean, in the comic book, Batrock is a, just a ridiculous... He's so stupid, and they made him so cool in Winter Soldier. Right? I mean... I didn't even realize uh, that that's who that was supposed to be because I because I, I recognize GSP right away, which I'm not even into MMA. For some reason, I just know who he is. 
Yep. I think because of my brother. He's uh, just wearing a purple uh, long yeah. sleeve shirt, and that's I all. I didn't even think anything. I was like, oh, this guy's cool. It's GSP. And then at the after the movie was over, I was just like, who is he supposed to be? And I looked him up. It's like, he's Batrock? Yep. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. He was sure kicking a lot. Yep. But anyway, okay, we're getting yeah. off topic. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, Dude, so yeah. Dave, Marvel is a is a rabbit hole. Like we still haven't even talked about our favorite movies, so we're gonna we we're gonna deviate a couple times into That's Marvel talk because here's the thing, it's all so welly woven and connected to each other. Yeah. No, it is. Uh, and I mean, yeah. And so especially Matt and I, we really like I guess the MCU. If Lee was here, uh, he wouldn't be invited. So. Uh, oh, no, he, he likes the MCU. He, oh, he, does? he really enjoys the MCU. He just also has terrible taste in other <laughs> films. He likes, yeah, he likes the DC movies, so whatever. He um, himself to like those movies. I don't care what he says. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I guess I, we kind of covered the series or uh, WandaVision pretty well. Yeah. I, I, we, didn't, we didn't cover every little thing. Uh, but well, guess, there's probably one thing that we do got to cover in the backstory. Yeah. Vision. Oh yeah, so yeah, Vision, uh, and that was definitely interesting what they did with it, and I'm and I'm I'm glad with what they did. I was a little, uh, and I don't know if you want to explain it. I can. I don't care. Um, What's that? Just what what happened to Vision? I guess like just. Uh, well, at the beginning, uh, roughly a few episodes into the show, well, Vision's alive. He's alive, living with Wanda as her husband and father of their twin boys, Tommy, uh, Tommy and Billy, and. It's revealed in, like, the fourth episode that Wanda broke into swords, stole Vision's body, somehow resurrected him. And that's what you're supposed to believe throughout the rest of the show until about the eighth episode when that was turned out to be a lie. And Wanda created Vision out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And Sword is run by uh, an acting director who, for some reason, considers Wanda an enemy and wants to destroy her. And he, with Sword's resources, rebuilds Vision, uses a portion of Wanda's power through a drone they sent in, and reactivates Vision, all white, like when he was resurrected in the comics, with uh, with uh, programming to kill Wanda and destroy the uh, the Vision that she created. And so, for all intended purposes... Vision is resurrected. The actual Vision is resurrected. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have his memories. He's he's essentially a drone who is told to kill, mm-hmm. and he's used as a full a full on weapon. He has a huge fight with uh, Wanda's version of Vision from her reality alterations. Mm-hmm. Until I like that. Until he convinces him that he's not the actual Vision. He is. They have a really great scene where the resurrected real vision gets his memories back he comes Mm -hmm. back who he was but he can't comprehend what he's doing so he leaves yeah so i think that's what was confusing to me is like so that whole rest of the last episode just like where'd he go like i I kept expecting him to come back all i know is that i don't care because it's so great that vision is alive again and it makes me go we can get him back in movies. All right, this is cool. I cannot yeah. wait. Like, if Wanda is supposedly supposed to be a huge character in uh, the next Doctor Strange film, I am so hoping Paul Bettany is going to be in that as this vision, as as Vision returned. Yeah, no, and that'd be great. And I actually, so uh, 
first of all, I love Paul Bettany as an actor. I do too. Um, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But also just the way that they did that scene where he, uh, with the two visions, yeah. uh, for some reason, like th- there's just not enough of like um, superhuman fighting in the MCU, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, where like you're actually getting like really, really ridiculously strong people fighting each other. And, and I think like that's what I enjoyed about the Superman movie was like getting to see Superman and General Zod fighting and just destroying the city. Um, which yeah, it's catastrophic and whatever, but like, it, it was a fun fight to watch. And so I think like that was kind of what was like, this wasn't on that same scale as Superman, but it was enjoyable to see them like flying into each other using their, um, whatever it's called where they can kind of phase shift. Uh, and like, like not just like grabbing each other by the wrist, but like one of the visions would like phase shift his, his wrist into the other visions wrist and like lock nuts. into him that way. Um, and that was just a cool fight, but what made it really interesting was when the Wanda's vision, uh, uh, he just points out the, like, uh, I forgot what the question was that he posed, but he I'm basically just, right now. he basically just said like, I am not the real vision, which stopped, uh, the, the, the real vision. Cause so he said like, I was sent to kill the vision. And so then he's like, I'm not the real vision. And so he's like, please elaborate is what he said. Uh, and so what he did was the conversation was about the theory of the the ship of Theseus, I believe is what the it's ship of Theseus. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. So I I don't know if this is a real ship or not, but the whole theory, it is. It is okay. Uh, the whole theory being that uh, the ship of Theseus is in a museum, and over time the ship become it, it rots and decays, and so they replace it plank by plank, board by board, and eventually the ship of Theseus is now nothing of the original ship ex- is exists. It is. So then is it still the ship of Theseus or is it a new ship? Is it, is it, is it not, is it no longer the ship of Theseus because none of the original parts are there. But then the interesting question that he posed was, but what if you take the original boards and you cleanse it of its rot and you use those boards to build another ship of Theseus, which ship is the original ship of Theseus? To which the the real vision said neither are um, they are they are two they oh no he said neither are and neither aren't they are both the ship of Theseus um, and then it was at that point that he allowed uh, Wanda's so then Wanda's vision actually said like your memories are still there they're not easily de- deleted uh, at which point he then let um <laughs> that's awesome uh matt just sent me a really great meme that i'll put in the show notes of the two visions pointing at each other in the style of the uh the spider-man meme where with the ship of theseus between them pointing oh at okay them. yeah yeah. uh so anyway <laughs> and so then yeah and the the real vision allows wanda's vision to basically i mean all he ends up doing was just is he touches the stone on his forehead uh and uh, i'm guessing what he does what he does is he rewrites whatever program or he brings back the deleted memories. Uh, and basically then all of his memories flood back. You kind of get this weird memory montage. Uh, and then he just simply says, I am vision or I am the vision. I don't know. And then just flies straight up out of the building and we don't see him for the rest of the the show. Yeah. He, he leaves. But uh, it was perfect. I loved it. I gotta tell you this much, dude. Um, white vision. Mm-hmm. With those like weird robotic eyes, though. Yeah, dude, he looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. 
He did look weird. I get he that. He looked very weird, but he looked like Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I, I it feel was like they so did something odd. else. They did something else with like the makeup, or at least he just looks weird when he's he all looks, white. He looks more square. Yeah, and I don't. I kind of felt like there was more like face makeup going on. I, I, I maybe it's just because it's so white that it's picking up every little detail in his face. Yeah, and that could be like, I, and we just didn't realize, or I didn't realize, like how much. Um, I don't even know what that would be, like the facade of a robot. Yeah, they, he's got more tech uh, grid on his face too. Yeah, and maybe that's just picked up better because it's all white. He uh, and he kind of like he's shinier, and maybe that's it. So I want to go back. So looking at this picture, uh, Matt just sent me a picture of the white vision, and the stone is bluish green. It's aqua, I guess. It, well, it's not even a stone. It's more like just a microchip. Okay, so you said that it's from one because this is what confused me about how they repowered him because uh, the director of of Sword said like. Uh, little did we know we just needed her, her power. The, he said we needed – we tried every power source to reactivate and we failed. Little did we know we needed to get it from the source. And so, so they – there was a drone that Wanda ha, like shot down and it was like glowing with her red power. And so they siphoned that power out of the drone and used it to reactivate the vision. Okay. Here's the problem I have, and this is one of my criticisms. Yeah. The vision was powered by arc reactor and lightning. Not yeah. in not infinity stone power. Well he but he was turned on because of the infinity stone, wasn't he? Like he was given the light. infinity stone was part of him. Right. Like it's what gave him kind of his soul, technically. Yes. Um and it was it was an ex, he's an extension of the infinity of the mind stone everything, but it's not that th- it wasn't his power source. Yeah, but I guess uh, I always assume that the argument was is that is like life source, like you could turn him back on, but then he's just a machine and not um well, I, not a being. He's not weird. alive. The whole thing in Infinity War was they were trying to properly and surgically remove it without killing him. Yeah. And Thanos ripping it out of his head killed him. Right. But yeah, the thing that powered him up was Tony's arc reactor at the Avengers Tower and, and also Thor striking him with lightning. So I don't really agree that they kind of said that Wanda's power is what can actually power him. I just don't agree with that since I can I can see that maybe like Wanda's power is what could restore his like life essence. Yeah. And I, I'm get, see, I, I mean, I would almost argue that like they just literally didn't know what they were talking about because they just didn't understand it. Yeah. I'm, I'm baffled at like what scientist under even could understand how Vision operated. Exactly. Be- like because, the two people I mean, who created Vision were already not sure how to do it well, themselves. Tony, yeah, like one of them was well, dead. three: Tony, Ultron, and Bruce. Right. And I mean, two of them, I guess, then are dead and Bruce would never help them with that. No, I mean, Bruce, I, um, yeah. And some people are kind of pissed that Sword was able to confiscate Vision's body from Wakanda. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that kind of uh, disagreement, per se, because the world was in complete turmoil. It's not beyond belief that a government organization would swoop in and grab his corpse. Yeah. Um, have, have they explained, I guess, where Sword came from? 
It came from Monica's mom. She founded it. I imagine yeah, she, found, she co-founded it probably with Nick Fury. Okay, so, I mean, it's probably an extension of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. or at it least... It could have been. Which makes sense given the name, Sword and Shield, it, but... I know it was at one point. Like, in the comics it was, and I guess it's even been joked upon in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I've never watched, but it's... Um, it's in the comics. I believe it is the space. It's either an offshoot of Shield or it's the space counterpart of Shield. Right, which both I guess would make sense. And yeah. Um, okay, cool. Shield. Uh, it, it's cool to have Sea Sword though. Yeah, and I mean Shield is still on the outs, isn't it? Like it's oh, not dude, really. I, a- I, that's been bugging me. I'm not gonna lie. That was in my thought all day thinking about this stuff. Is what is Shield? Because I don't watch Agents of Shield. I Last I knew, Shield wasn't still around, but I don't know. Well, I don't know that Agents of Shield is even technically part of the MCU anymore. It is. It is. Okay. Yes. Um, Dark Home, the book that is in this show, is in that show. Oh, maybe I should watch Shield again. They're still making references to Agents of Shield. They're just subtle and not and, not, and they're not a, they're not deep cuts essentially. Yeah, interesting. Um, that's. That, I'm not gonna really, watch it. I'll so... say it right now. I'm not gonna watch Agents of Shield. It's if it's not it's not on Disney Plus, uh, for whatever reason. But I'm not gonna watch that show because it looks so. It's I've looked things up about it it's and I'm just real going, cheesy at times. And like they don't do a good job with um, the the care. Like I just don't feel like they do a good job with the story or the characters that they have. I guess. Nope. And they have, like, weird, obscure characters. Like, I don't even... I mean, Daisy is... Uh, what's her face? Uh, Quake? Okay. Uh, I don't even... I think she's in the comics. I don't really know. Like, and, they're just such B... D-level characters. Yes. And I... I yeah. I'm, because of Star Wars stuff, I have a huge crush yes. on Ming-Na Ven from yeah. uh, uh, Fennec Shan and stuff, who played yeah. Fennec Shan and stuff, Mulanto. She star. She's the star. She's one of the main stars of the show. Not yeah. even enough for me to watch that show. <laughs> Just kind of like, nope, it's not worth it. I'm not going to divulge into, yeah. I think, seven or eight seasons of this yeah. terrible show. Well, I don't think it's very good. I think what really did it in for me was they really, ru- I don't know if they ruined him, but like they did a really bad job with Deathlock. And like Deathlock is one of my favorite characters. Oh, shit, I forgot he's in that. Yeah. Yeah. And they did such a bad job with him. Like, they kind of brought him back at one point, like, uh, cause he's, they, they kind of have like an origin story for Deathlock is what it is like the first or second season. Uh, and then he's just kind of like, he disappears. And I think he kind of, he shows up again a little while later and he's a complete badass. but like, I just, I wish that they would do a better job with him and even probably give him his own show. Like yeah. he would be a way better character than anybody else on that show or in, like, I just wish they'd bring Coulson back. Like, just tell everyone he's alive. Bring him back into the movies. Like, Yeah, well, they they killed him again. Oh, man. He's Pardon. not even in the show anymore. They killed him again. No, no. He's got a life model uh, thing. He's got a – the, the Coulson in the show now is a straight-up robot. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's what Picard did, so. Yeah, that's what they did. I forgot, and he's kind of weird, and he's like Data. and. Uh, but I know they they have brought MCU characters into it. Like Nick yeah. Fury's popped up once or twice. Uh, yeah. Sif from Sif the Thor in movies it, yeah. is in it. That's why she wasn't in the last Thor movie and stuff. And I like Sif, but again, I don't want to watch that. It's just too Hydra, and that's one thing. I like Hydra, but yeah. I, I even felt the MCU films kept pushing a little too much Hydra influence yeah. throughout them as they kept going on. So I was like, yeah, I don't really want to watch Hydra. And I don't even think they've even introduced AIM into it, but... Oh yeah, aim. Yeah, we could go for some aim. That'd be fine. Yeah. 
But um, but yeah. Anyway, back back again to Wandavision. Um, so yeah, we we gave a pretty thorough uh, talk through, I guess. Um, uh, we can, I guess, then talk about what what would you say are your favorite moments. Uh, well, first let's do overall thoughts of the series. Oh, I skipped a line. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Overall thoughts. What What are your overall thoughts? You go first. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a little more easily swayed, so I'd probably agree with you. Um, <laughs> my overall thoughts were, I was very happy, uh, with the show going into it. I was not expecting much. Um, and I think after the first, it took me a while to even start watching it. I think you, you kind of had to convince me to want to watch it. And then I had to convince my wife to want to watch it. Uh, and then that kind of got us into it, um, which I was even surprised that Kelsey was watching it w- or that she was even that into it. Because once we started watching it, she then was even like, are we going to watch that tonight on Fridays? So uh, <laughs> that was nice. Um, uh, just because there's not a lot of shows that she that we both like really enjoy anymore. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so that, that it it was not something I expected much out of. And in all honesty, like I ended up. Uh, exceeded all of my expectations then I guess I I enjoyed it quite a bit I'm not gonna say it's perfect Um, it's it wasn't I mean it wasn't great but like in all honesty I feel like this was a very good adaptation of a comic book like you could make every episode into a like an issue of a comic book uh, and it would make a very good comic series and just mm-hmm. like a comic book like i'm not going to enjoy every single issue um and most i would say even like lately especially but even i guess like older comics like i don't enjoy every single issue like i i really i read us i read it for the overall story like i enjoy this story arc so i'm reading it um but this issue has something stupid happen and i guess i don't like that issue as much or and i'd say that it's the same thing with this show um i didn't care for i guess the first four um ish episodes uh with all the weird um like tv show whatever that's called like where they're emulating all these old tv shows i get why they did it um but it kind of like they uh they were all comedies like that they were emulating and so then it made the last few episodes where they stopped doing that feel it became a total drama. It did. And uh, this the moment that they that you, re, you uh, that you learn that Agatha is a witch, the show completely flips on its head. It was a little jarring, it which really also changes tone. It did. It, it completely changed tone um, at the end of so nine. Eight, at the end of episode seven, I think is when she's revealed, um, or yes. six, uh, seven. Uh, and in all honesty, uh, going down into her basement and then like kind of into her like weird layer, uh, that is a hundred percent a recurring nightmare that I have, um, about basements being haunted and looking like that. Uh, I, I don't know why, like, this is legitimately like the number one recurring nightmare that I have as an adult, uh, like having a, a haunted basement. I have no idea why, it started when we were house hunting um, and just like looking at a lot of houses. And I think we looked at a couple of houses with like really creepy basements. Maybe we actually, we literally looked at a house that had a tree growing out of the basement. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. We didn't buy that. Um, but, uh, and so I didn't care for that uh, especially, but 
but then just it, it made those last few episodes feel extra weird and it was just strange uh, because the rest of the show felt like a weird comedy and then it went in just straight into like horror-ish drama and then the last episode was just action drama and so it was a little all over the place honestly i don't know that i minded it that much just because again like it each episode was kind of like its own thing almost and so like we like i just knew that like well whatever i don't like about this episode i know we're gonna move on with the next episode um, and that's usually how I feel about single issue comic books anyway. And so I enjoyed that. I, I thought it was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel very positive about this show. Um, I'm, I was happy to watch it. I might watch it again. I don't know that I would say that about very many. There's not a lot of TV shows that I actually want to watch again. Um, that being said, we are currently rewatching Ted Lasso, which I thoroughly encourage everyone to do, but <laughs> Um, but no, uh, yeah. And it makes me even more excited about the rest of the, uh, the MCU TV shows. I'm, uh, I'm so glad to hear that, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Falcon, whatever it's called, it's coming out next week. So, um, I that's think great. it's next week, if not next yeah. week, the week after, but I think it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we don't have to wait too long. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I was very happy with this show. Um, and I'm sure like I, you know, if I watch it again or the more I think about it, I can nitpick more and more things. But no, I'm happy. It was good. good. Yeah. What about you? I was I, I, I remember seeing the trailer and really being weirded out by the TV parody thing. Uh, yeah. But I embraced it. I absolutely love the first handful of episodes. And, yeah, I remember telling you, you just got to get through them. Yeah. And I, I said I've even told some people it's like this might be a binge worthy show just because. I can oh, for see sure. a lot yeah. of people like not being able to get into this black and white sitcom-y looking thing. Uh, but as the show went on, I really, really was into it, into it, into it. I was actually really into the story and everything. And I like the characters that came in, the overall like dealing with Wanda, who has not really broken out too well in the MCU films. Yeah, right. Uh, it was really great. And I think this was an um, amazing idea to have her bring back the MCU since uh, since Scarlet Witch, uh, not uh, Black Widow, got to, has still not come out yet. It's been delayed yeah. so much. Uh, so many of the Marvel movies have been delayed now. Like we're like three behind at the moment. So wait, uh, n- not to interrupt too much. I guess so. Those movies are supposed to have been out already. Um, were those supposed? Like was Black Widow supposed to? Spearhead the next phase, or yeah, it was supposed to be phase four. It was supposed to kick off phase four. Okay, so and I mean, so this is what ended up kicking off phase four, I suppose. Sort of. I or mean, Spider-Man this, might have. I believe Falcon and Winter Soldier was even supposed to come out last year, but it got delayed. I think it was supposed to come out last fall, and it didn't. And okay. uh, and then Eternals was supposed yeah. to come out in oh, like yeah. November. I completely forgot about Eternals. We're supposed to get four MCU films this year. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Black Widow, Eternals, Spider-Man, Nowhere, uh, No Way Home, and Shang-Chi is supposed to come out all this year. Oh, man. Some of them a month apart from each other. Yeah. And uh, so going into this, yeah, it was great. I really loved the I really loved Vision and stuff. I was happy mm-hmm. to see him come back. And then the final episode happened, and I completely turned on a dime. 
You didn't like the last episode? I hated it. Oh, I didn't mind it. I utterly hated the final episode. I love the last 10 minutes, which redeems it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really did not like how this show concluded. I'm trying to even think what happened in the last episode. Because, uh... Agnes Wanda the whole time. What? It's just Agnes versus Wanda, and right. that all concluded. Uh... I don't like Agnes Agatha Harkin, Harkness. Yeah. Uh, I did not like Sword being bad. Yeah. Um, I did not like the idea of Wanda having witch powers without the Mind Stone. I did not like how all of that stuff was handled at the end. Mm. But I really liked the last 10, uh, 10 minutes where her she has to pretty much erase her family because that is really sad, yeah. but it was they did a really good job with that. I, yeah. I, I was afraid that this show was going to end with her becoming a villain. And I'm really glad that they redeemed As her. Yeah. As was I. I just don't think the main villain of the show was very strong. No, it was a horrible villain. I don't like Agne- Agatha Harkness. I don't like uh, her moti- her her no origins way. not fleshed out very well or yeah. handled very well. Her powers are not handled well whatsoever. There's no explanation to why she absorbs people's power. Yeah, I mean, her life. You could she argue, just says, "I I take people's power. Why? Yeah. What are you like? If you deem Wanda the worst thing ever, here's the thing: she she constantly keeps contradicting herself in the sense that she's revealed as the villain, and then yeah. she's helping Wanda. She's trying to push Wanda she's trying to show Wanda and then she starts treating Wanda badly and then she treats she says to Wanda you're the Scarlet Witch you're gonna you're this terrible thing that's gonna destroy the planet and then two seconds later can I have your power yeah I guess I read that as her ultimate goal was to get Wanda's powers and that everything she was telling Wanda was a lie like I didn't think there it's not spelled out it's so like the character just keeps flipping and flipping where, yeah, she wants Wanda's power. Okay. To do what? Well, just, I guess in my mind, she just wants power. Um, and, and I, I, and at the end of the episode too, like I even said to my wife, like, you know, everything that she said in that last episode or two, uh, last two episodes, you can't trust anything she said because it all, it, it, it was all just to get Wanda to give her her powers. Yeah. And so 100% of that, in my mind, is a lie. And yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's up to interpretation, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's also played by an actor that I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, and she's a comedian. Like, it, it seemed weird to see her. Like, I liked her throughout the show up until she was revealed as the villain. <laughs> she's revealed as the villain and you go, oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense because it's Catherine Hahn. And Catherine Hahn yeah. just looks like a bitch. Yeah, she just, well, she usually plays bitches, I guess. So. She does. And that's the thing is, you know, and I mean, this was also kind of a thing. Her name is Agnes. Yeah, this span of the past two months, people figured out exactly who she was. Oh. I think people figured it out after the first episode who she was. And I think, like, with her, like, I like her as an actress, I guess. Like, I've only ever really seen her in a couple of things, but mostly um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, and I've never seen Parks and Rec. Yeah, I, know, I don't know her from and, that. I know her from movies. Okay, and in that movie, or in that show, she kind of plays, like, kind of a bitchy lady, but she she ends up kind of becoming friends with like the main characters. Uh, but, and I liked her a lot in that show. Um, and so I think 
to me, I was hoping it was kind of like the same thing with you and the guy um, who was the shape-shifting alien in um, Captain Marvel. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn, yeah. Yeah, where, like, I was hoping that this was, like, a show where she, like, doesn't have to be the bitch again. Yeah. Uh, and so, yes. and then it ends up, nope, nope, she is. <laughs> okay. There's not really an explanation of her husband, Herb, is there? Oh, no, I, I guess I would just... Yeah, that does make that scene, especially when uh, she's talking to him by the hedge. Yeah, and Vision comes over, and he's acting kind of funny. Well, you know what? I, and it shows I, her, I, like, flail her fingers, and I'm going, why? She didn't really do anything to him. Yeah, I wonder, too, if uh, like it was a mind control thing, and that's why he was acting weird. Like, she was making him act weird, not Wanda. Yeah. And then, and like, And that was just a show... Because she was trying to get Vision to start questioning things. Yeah, which... which that, that makes sense. Does it? Wouldn't yeah. it be easier just to manipulate behind the scenes without having to uh, reveal any... Without having to, uh, like, change, alter a couple things? Like, the weirdest yeah. thing ever... I don't really know what her motivation was because she's already rooted herself into this, into the community and stuff. She could have just kept behind the scenes manipulating Wanda just fine. Yeah. But she was purposely causing Wanda to break when well, she was already doing a pretty successful job manipulating Wanda without having to give her obstacles. That was the thing is, well, I think she was just wanting Wanda to, she wants Wanda to break because she wanted, she wants Wanda to finally confront what she's doing. Yeah. And, and Wanda would never, though. Yeah. Which, I mean, she's it an idiot. Like villain. It probably would be better to kept to not, like bring fake Pietro into it. And yeah, like it probably would have made more sense to just continue letting sword screw things up and then <laughs> take advantage of her. Yeah. Like that was the problem I kind of had. She purposely was altering things, which kind of sped up the process of screwing things up. But maybe that's, that's her hubris then. I, uh, I guess I took that as, I, I would take that as hubris because she seemed very overly confident. Yeah, and I kind of had problems with that myself, just based on the fact that, like, her Salem witch thing, where yeah. she genuinely doesn't seem to understand what she's doing to her coven, yeah. and then just starts smiling. There's not really that much explanation with this character and her, her no. kind of what she was doing, and I have problems with that. I am yeah. not mad that Mephisto's not in this, but I think it probably would have been better if Mephisto was in this, and he mm. is alluded to in the post credit scene, so... Is he? How was he? She's doing her book thing, and then she yeah. hears her children start screaming for her. Is that a Mephisto reference? Her children are products of Mephisto's shattered soul. Okay. Yeah. Well, in the comics, right? Yes. Okay. And there and so, were a lot of people thinking Mephisto was going to be in this. I did, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not disappointed he's not. I'm not mad that a theory was wrong. I am always thankful that a fan theory is wrong. Um, Which there were so many wrong fan theories with this show. <laughs> there were plenty of right ones, though, too. Yeah, yeah. And that was one thing. Dexter and I talked about this last week. I don't think this will be in the podcast. I think this was after our podcast. But I yeah. said this show probably would have benefited by a binge watch release of All in One because a lot of people were figuring this stuff out during the oh. day break. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people are figuring those things out. But then at the same time, like, you got uh, 
Captain Rambo saying that she has a, an astrophysicist or something that was going to help her with something. And so then all week, everyone's like, it's Reed Richards. It's Reed Richards. Reed Richards is going to be. Oh, were they? Fantastic I didn't even four. see that stuff. Oh, I it just... was all over Twitter. That's all people were talking about all week. And and then, yeah, and then it, that episode comes and it's just like this nobody member of S.W.O.R.D. who gave her a giant tank car thing that was so stupid that was about, that was so stupid that why did she think that thing would break through or not be affected by the barrier come on yeah. uh and yeah <laughs> that was so stupid i that was a low point that was kind of a stupid part of the thing where it's that like was. this atv can break through no it can't and it didn't yeah um and- I mean, and that's like I said, that's one of those the down points of an of a single issue. It picks back up again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah anyway. as a whole, I like the series. I would give it a okay. good eight out of ten. I yeah, I just okay. did not like the last episode. I loved the ending of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other problem I had with the final episode, the special and visual effects are terrible. Vision literally looks like a cartoon. During some of his fight scenes. Yeah, no, I get uh, it, it. It was a little uncanny, uh, the uncanny Valley for sure. And I don't know if it was uncanny Valley. I think it was just well, terrible CGI. And uh, there is, I'm sorry. I was talking to Lee about this today. Yeah. Cause I warned him. Some of the CGI is really bad in the final episode. Uh, and it's mainly just vision. And I understand it's a TV show. I am sorry, but this is a Disney produced show and Disney owns ILM. Yeah. Disney owns the biggest uh, and best uh, computer effects company in the world. Why was this? Why did this not look like a Marvel film? Like, why did the effects look so shitty in some parts? Mm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It. mm-hmm. Like that furiated me so much that I, and you know what? Sometimes I don't get pulled out of, uh, because of a bad effect. Vision's fight kept pulling me out. Like white vision didn't look bad. Regular vision. He literally looked like a, a cartoon character or a character in a video game. Yeah. And I feel like the, uh, I guess I, I noticed that to a degree and I just, I, I thought about it for like two seconds and then I just chose not to think about it. <laughs> yeah, it pulled me out. It was very but, frustrating. No, no, and I, I get that. Yeah, and I feel like the MCU has done that a couple of times. Like, Yeah, you go back and look at, like, uh, Iron Man. You, I think Iron Man 1 still holds up perfectly good. Mm-hmm. You look back at Age of Ultron, and that looks like a cartoon. Age of Ultron is, yeah. It, that well, was 10 minutes of the movie when they're fighting Hydra. Yeah. Uh, to get the scepter that I re I think I talked about it on a podcast. I don't remember if I did, but I know I talked yeah. about it with you and I've talked about it with a couple of people. I rewatched the, uh, a lot of the MCU films the past couple of months. Like I hadn't seen age of Ultron for a few years. I put mm-hmm. that thing in and my jaw was on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> this looks so bad. Mm. Oh yeah. Some of the Marvel movies have not aged well. Yeah. Which I saw I, that movie at a drive in. So I guess that was a benefit. I'm terrified in 10 years I'm going to look at Endgame and be like, oh, this looks terrible, but I don't think well, I will. Well, no, Endgame had, like, the issue with – or maybe it wasn't Endgame. It was um, the the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end when uh, Hulk was, like, in the Hulkbuster armor. Oh, that's bad. That's really that bad. That so bad, why. which I understand it's because they changed something, like, last minute. But, like, oh, it yeah. looked bad because he was so, supposed to be Hulk at the yeah. time. 
That really does look really bad. Yeah, they they had to change it because originally Banner became Smart Hulk at the end of Infinity War, but they felt it was too much overload. So instead yeah. they kept the Hulkbuster. And it's such a bad looking scene when he pops that helmet down. Oh, he looks horrible. I mean, it, it's um, it's not as bad as uh, the end scene of, what was it, Spider-Man 2, uh, where the rhino is like fight, it, like comes shows up to fight him. Uh, and Paul Giamatti inside that like weird rhino suit. That looked bad. I don't remember how it looked, and oh, I like that movie, but I can't, I'll fully admit I haven't rewatched it in a long time. But I have heard plenty of people say that, that that scene looks bad. Like, he didn't look like he was inside the suit. He looked like he was, like, the lighting was off. Like, yeah. The lighting looked different on him than it did on the suit. <laughs> There's no excuse for $200 million budget films to have bad yeah. lighting in, a, in their effects scenes. There's really not. Other than Crunch, which is unacceptable. But, yeah, yeah that that's my overall thing. I like the show. I do mm-hmm. love the show. I just was very unimpressed with the final episode. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, real uh we could go into, yeah, favorite moments. What's your favorite moments of the show? Oh, man, I had it. And then we got talking about stuff. Um, I think I was very – I very much enjoyed uh, – what was it? Monica Rambo, Captain, whatever Captain Rambo. Yep. Uh, I liked that they brought her into it. I liked how they gave her her powers. I guess. Yes. Um, and I, I like look that up. Super faithful powers, no deviations there. She has awesome. super speed, intangibility, and uh, energy manipulation. Yeah, and so I liked it. Uh, then you know, yeah, that last scene where uh, she's getting shot. And the yeah. way that it showed like the bullets kind of going through her, and then as they exit her, they just drop. Yeah, uh, like it's like her whole body just slows them down to the point where they just fall out. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I loved that the way that they did her her powers and kind of the way that they showed those uh, happening. Um. And I also enjoyed. Uh. Oh, what was it? There, I mean, Darcy at any time. She's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Uh. Just. I mean, I mean, she's obviously only really there for comedic effect, and I enjoy it. It's fine. Um, Underwhelming in the final episode. Well, they didn't even – they hardly had her in it. She, she rammed into an SUV, and then and they then said at the end them. she doesn't like debriefings and left. And I'm like, that doesn't feel appropriate for that character. Bro. No. Give I'm her guessing, a final scene. I'm wondering, too, if like, uh, like, that, like if they filmed a scene and cut it, and she was know. just like already gone. Like, just they let her go home or something, like, literally. Uh, it just, yeah, it feels like there's a missing conclusion to her, especially yeah. a legacy character like that who's been in the movies for yeah. the past 10 years. That's a good point. Um, but, oh, man, I can't even th- – I, I know I had something else in, uh, that I, I really liked. But, I mean, um, I guess the FBI guy – I can never remember his name. Woo. Jimmy Woo, yep. Jimmy Woo, love that character as well. Like, uh, just those weird side characters were were very were great. Um, and I saw somewhere like uh, somewhere on the internet, somebody suggested that there should be. Oh no, actually, it was uh, Dan Umphen. Uh, he has he's local. He's a uh, he has a YouTube channel called the Doomcast, which uh, he has a really good episode. Uh, that, like that's halfway through the show that kind of explains a lot of like the comic book connections. Um, but he made a suggestion, or I think like maybe he pointed out on the internet, a lot of people are talking about having, uh, Wu and Darcy have a TV show, uh, called, uh, whatever the old comic book is called strange things. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, Randall Park, the voice, the actor of Jimmy, he's been wanting to do like a, a an MCU X Files show. Yeah, and that's what I guess that's what the suggestion was was that Darcy and he do an X an MCU X Files show where it's just them traveling and seeing like just kind of I mean essentially what this show was, but like more from their perspective. And I think that'd be really cool. I'd like It'd that. be interesting for a season. I think much like a lot of things that happen that way, like the spinoff of Dark Shadows and stuff, or not Dark Shadows, but uh, what we do in the shadows and stuff. That yeah. idea is done, and then people kind of realize, oh, this isn't show length worthy. Yeah. And so I guess I, I mean, and we've already had shows like that. I mean, yeah, you know, the exactly. fact that it's you're calling it an X Files show, uh, and all in all honesty, that type of show, I usually enjoy it for a season or two, um, and then it just starts to get boring. I guess, yep. like, and I, I, so I get what you're saying for sure. Uh, and it'd be, yeah, I mean, I'd still, I'd get a kick out of seeing a season or two of them try like doing goofy stuff, and it'd be a good way to introduce the more obscure things from the comic books, which. You know, honestly, that's probably what they're doing with these shows. Like man anyway. thing, like man thing. What is the deal with man thing? He like all he's of a sudden a he's, he. I know, but like he seems to be showing up a lot more recently. Like, like why is this? Why is he? Is he making a comeback? Like, what's the deal? I think I think you have to be a big thing to be a comeback first. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just a Swamp Thing ripoff, isn't he? Or no. I don't know what came first, to be honest. Man Thing might have come first. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, anything, what were your favorite moments? Uh, favorite moments were uh, the opening of episode four. Yes, that was uh, good. With Monica's introduction of her coming back. She died in the snap, and she came back. And we actually got to see a legitimate response of what happened when people came back, where it was just as bad as when people disappeared, people appear and are freaking out. And she finds out her mom died. And I legitimately started crying watching it. It was so sad. And like I said, an appropriate way to show that because Spider-Man far from home made it a joke. They, yeah, they, they, they alluded to the pandemonium, but, like, this showed it. This showed it. They literally made it a joke of kids just a popping in during a basketball game and stuff like that. And this really showed that you did just pop back exactly where you were, which made yeah. me go, oh, those poor people who were in airplanes and cars. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's the uh-huh. sad thing is you're like. Well, no, because didn't they explain didn't they explain that the Hulk made like he corrected people like that stuff? No, like that? they've never said that. Oh, I swear they did. Maybe that was a cutscene. No, they never said that. Like he made sure okay. people were le- like were safe. People oh, just... I think what I heard was that they could have or they should have done that. Like, they probably they... should have because yeah, when at the, well the biggest thing was the reason I say it is because at the end of Infinity War. We see air. We see helicopters and cars crashing, which means yeah. those people would have literally appeared in the middle of the sky and in yep. the middle of streets. Like Nick yep. Fury would have rematerialized in the middle of a New York street, and yep. that's 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 kind of that's kind of sad to think about too. But this show really showed that like people just came back and it was just mass hysteria again. Like I can't wrap my head around the idea of being gone for five years. And you come back. I mean, again, 
Spider-Man made it a joke. Aunt May rematerialized in her apartment and people were already living there. Can you imagine blipping back and finding out that your loved ones have moved on, that your spouse remarried and started another family and stuff? It is. And they've always said that doing this five year jump was going to have an impact. And it has. We just haven't gotten a chance to see it fully yet because of COVID and everything pushing these movies around. But nothing is more sad than like the idea of coming back and finding out everyone's moved on. Yeah, well, and even for Monica specifically, like, her mom was starting to get better. Yeah, her mom went into remission. Her mom, Maria Rambo, is the uh, pilot friend of Captain Marvel. Like, uh, Monica Rambo is the little girl from Captain Marvel. And uh, so her mom... Amazing thing to put her in this show and stuff. But yeah, her mom, she came, her mom, but beat cancer. They were, she had surgery. She was getting checked out. Monica died. And then five years later, she came back only (laughs) to find out her mom died three years ago. Yeah, like her mom got better and then it got and then the cancer came back and she died, I think. And 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 you see these running around going, Can I borrow a phone? I need to call my wife. I need to call my mom. I I need to find out what's going on. It is pretty heartbreaking, but also just a very powerful scene. That's my favorite scene in the whole show. Uh, the episode where we get flashes backs of Wanda's life is really good. Pretty much mo- almost all scenes of vision are my favorite scenes too. Like there's not mm-hmm. really like, I don't like the last episode very much, but there are good point. There's good moments. And like I said, the last 10 minutes mm-hmm. is really amazing. Uh, I think the show is just all in all really great. Um, yeah. I've covered my least favorite moments, which was a lot. Yeah. Of so, I think we already kind of we covered that pretty yeah, well. My, uh, my favorite characters, honestly, like you, Monica Rambo. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that character. I liked yeah. her as a kid in Captain Marvel. She's a very well-established kid character in a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not annoying. Some people really shit on kid characters in films. They're introducing the kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They like, did a good job with that kid in the movie, though. They did. They did. And I remember before the, sh- the show, right when the show was coming out, I saw the posters and I saw this. Uh, this one was just Monica, just this black girl. I had no clue who she was. And I looked her up and found out she was the little girl from Captain Marvel. And I sent it to you and I sent it yeah, to another yeah. friend. And it's like, holy shit, she's in this. This is amazing. And yeah. I was on board. And also, I know that actress. I am a huge fan of her. What else is she on? She's in Mad Men. Oh, okay. Yep. I so that. I know her in Mad Men. I'm never going to watch that show. <laughs> uh, what? I'm never going to watch that show. I love it. It's so good. And yeah. uh, But she's uh, – this is a character that was so well established, like brought into this show, reintroduced as an adult. And yeah. mm-hmm. I cannot say how excited I am for Captain Marvel 2 because she's starring in it. She's going to be in this uh, – in that sh- in that movie, and it's like mm. this is be great. So this I, is a good I, way to introduce the is, character for that, yeah. What? This is a good way to introduce her character. Reintroducing her. Yeah, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. in the comics, she plays Photon, but she also did play Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel in the comics as well. So her powers yeah. are similar. So Yeah, they are. That, yeah. Uh, I like Jimmy Woo. I liked him in Ant-Man and Wasp. He's not a big character, but he's popping all over that place. Yeah. I liked that they made the uh, – there's the connection where in Ant-Man he makes the comment of – like he asks Ant-Man where he got uh, or how he learned the magic tricks that he was doing. Yeah, he does uh, it. 
he does and then the at one trick. point, I think in the, I've not seen the movie yet, but I saw a clip where like he's practicing it. Yeah. And then at the, his first scene in the show, he pulls out his business card using a magic trick, which I yeah. thought was really clever. Yep. It's like great. That. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. He's he's uh, Jim. Uh, I like Randall Park a lot. Like, oh, he's a great actor. Yeah. I I I remember his one scene in The Office where he played oh, Asian Jim. Jim. No, he's it's it's always him. He's always Jim. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> and uh, he is he's great in uh, in that Netflix show that we've oh, talked about. Oh, uh, Alan Wong. Um, yeah, always Wong be my baby. Yes, he's great in that. Oh, uh, so he is—he is literally worth watching. The Seth Rogen movie and James Franco, the interview, because he plays Kim Jong Un. Oh, he does, dude. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't like that kind of humor, if you like, if you like Randall Park, it's worth watching. He's great as Kim Jong Un. That's funny, yeah. He's wearing like a fat suit and everything. He's great. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, uh, if you ever want to watch it, I've got, I'll lend it to you because I have it. And uh, okay. oh yeah, I forgot you're good in it. Um, there's not really any, tr- like all the characters are really good. Like I said, my least favorite characters were the villain, Agatha, uh, <laughs> um, the director of sword. I wasn't, I just didn't like where his, cause his, his character, he's confusing. He doesn't make sense. He made no, yeah, he made absolutely no sense. I like fake Pietro. I actually really do. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think there was enough of him. Uh, it made me really question though. Does he have super speed now <laughs> yeah i mean it's does he have that, super speed because people were manipulated were altered uh in that hex and stuff so i'm like does he have super speed yeah, yeah because Mo- that's what i was wondering too is like is so is monica's powers like they she reversed everything like when, when well, like everything was reversed but i guess but when monica but, got thrown out of the hex her powers were already manifesting she's been altered on a molecular level yeah i mean okay so then this is, I guess, getting a little bit back into like some of the nitpicking stuff we were doing earlier. But so her her molecular her molecules were altered by going in and out of the hex so many times, yeah. right? So yeah, went so everyone, but twice, everyone else, think, like that. Uh, yeah. So she went in once, and then she. I think it's it was the act of going through the barrier. Mm-hmm. So because they made a remark that she went through it twice, which was going in and then coming out. Yes. And then she went in again, and then that's what turned her into Photon, I guess. Yep. Um, but then, I mean, everyone else in that town, and presumably, they went through the barrier once as the barrier expanded around them, and then they went through it again as it collapsed around them. So everybody in that town should, in theory, start to have their molecules altered anyway as well. Plus, I think got, because they were already in it, they weren't altered too much. And then uh, when Wanda lifted up the barrier, I think you're supposed to believe that 5,000 people ran the speed of light and got out of it. And yeah, then that was also when, Wanda dropped, when Wanda just uh, got rid of the barrier, everybody also, the speed of light, ran back into the town square to judge her and publicly shame her. Yeah. That was um, kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, something about that, too. Um that was oh, that was such a boring uh, like time like they just kept showing the hex like getting smaller and so like you never actually knew how close it was to them. <laughs> it's just yeah, like they're boy, just having this super long conversation. And by the end episode, it became a couple feet. And well, and it's just like okay, so like 
Okay. Like, okay. So it's going to, it's coming now. Nope. Oh, nope. We, we got a couple more minutes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right outside the window. I can see it. Nope. Nope, it's still it's still quite a ways away. All right. Again, we liked the show. We liked the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's but, not I mean, perfect, but it's, we it's, it's a comic book movie. I mean, it's got comic book elements to it. That's I get it. It's fine. Um But yeah, uh oh, there's something about, yeah, so I guess about Pietro then what confuses me too is like so as a witch I mean, either of them, then at that point, they're, they have the ability to grant powers to people. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, without even really talking about where her kids ever came from, because they were just manifest, apparently. Yeah, uh, they, were, they weren't real kids that which lived is, in that zone. Which I guess then, like, you know, if they, are, if they do have something to do with Mephisto, uh, whatever, I get that. But then the, th- then the question really is, is, like, how did Agatha give superpowers to just a guy like so i mean that completely that really changes i guess um like what scarlet witch's abilities i mean it almost turns her into hope like where she can just well well, i guess hope fixes people's powers so well uh wanda can do that i mean uh house of m she completely changed the reality of earth and right. Well, yeah, and that's the whole Children in the comics with powers. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and that's the whole. I guess that's the whole thing I know from the comics is like her powers are so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, like, I mean, yeah, nobody look up Wanda on Wikipedia or something because it's a rabbit hole of just like migraines. Well, and I guess I've I've never gotten that much into like uh, Scarlet Witch or. Like I, I know very little about her. I, I wasn't into comics at the time when House of M came out. Uh, I, I don't really know what that's about, and I don't really feel it's like it's on my it. list to read. I know what yeah. it's about. It's just Wanda's kids, like Mephisto, like absorbs her children, okay. and it kills her kids. Yeah. And Wanda goes crazy. Her brain actually breaks. Yeah, and what so is it for this? She, she alters reality where Earth. Is like I said, Earth is the dominant species is mutants. Mutants right. run the world, and oh was man, that, it's was that it's the not unlike Days of Future Past because I think Wolverine figures it out that it's not right, yeah. And they're looking for Wanda uh, to and like Magneto rules the Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called House of M. It's House of Magneto. Oh, okay. And. Uh, it ends up being a big fight where they manage to restore. They manage to finally convince Wanda. Wanda blames mutants for everything, and that's where she utters the word "no more mutants," and she decimates the oh, yeah. uh, uh, the mutants to ten percent, which isn't yep. decimation. And yep. um, decimation is taking one ten percent, not reducing to ten percent. And uh, and so she does that, and then we had to deal with like ten years of Wanda, like trying to make amends for it all and stuff like that. It's, I don't know. Stories better Wanda driven are really bad because she's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, and I always interpreted her as being just this really self-absorbed, super powerful being. She is. It's crazy too. She's mentally unstable. But like the thing about her is like she, in theory, she could literally fix the world. She did it again, dude. She tried to reverse, uh, uh, all the dead mutants, and she brought them all back as zombies last year. Oh yeah, I saw that they did that. But the I thing read about that her, terrible. 
Yeah. The thing about that character, though, is like she's so powerful. She could literally save the world, but she's so self-absorbed that she just like can't. Yeah. And crazy. She's or just crazy. I think she's yeah. killed Vision like twice because she's <laughs> just crazy. She's just a mentally unstable person. Like, I yeah. don't think Wanda is handled very well in comics. Like from what I've looked up about her and seen yeah. her, seen her show up and stuff. Um I don't think, yeah, I, I just don't think she's Which, a very good character. I don't think she's handled well. I think that, like, she could be handled so much better, like, uh, in uh, in the MCU. She's handled way better in the, well, in the movie. And I guess, and it makes sense that, I mean, that she is so powerful. Like, I'm, I'm glad that they're giving her that same level of power, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it in a way that, like, where she doesn't realize that she has that power. And so, like, it's kind of like a learning process from her, for her, which worries me <laughs> because either that means the villains have to become that much more powerful, which I guess makes sense because that's yep. there's only one way to go and it's up. Um, or they're going to have to kill her off at some point where, like, because otherwise it's not going to make sense that she'll be around and not fixing everything with the snap of a finger. Or I guess we'll find she. out in uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse right. of Madness. Yeah, well, or uh, I mean, it sounds like Spider Man might have something to do with that too. If it's what's it called? Uh, no no way, way Home. Yeah, I mean that suggests to me. I mean that almost suggests to me the Secret War or something, but or whatever that was where he Spider Verse. No, not Spider Verse. The thing where Madam Web makes him go fight a war. Oh, uh, I don't think we'll get into Secret Wars. I think Secret this is mostly. I think it's just. I think it's just live action Spider Verse. Which I don't know that we need that. Nope. We didn't need an animated Spider Verse either. But hey, that was a good movie. I'll <laughs> take your word for that. We're all allowed to have the opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad I got that. That you got me that action figure from, or I don't know that that's an action figure, whatever it is. The action figure, it's Marvel Legends. I got Dexter. Uh, I got Dexter, piece of shit Spider Man. Yeah, the yeah, uh, and I have him uh, sitting at my like right by my my computer because most of my action figures are down here in my office, uh, and I don't come down here except for really to podcast anymore. But uh, I have uh, that Spider Man with uh, the 3D printed Robo from Chrono Trigger. And he's got his hand on Robo's shoulder and he's drinking the the pop that he came with, which is pretty funny. And he's wearing yeah. – it's really funny because he's, wear, he's wearing mismatched shoes. And one of my kids was like looking at him. He's like, why is that man wearing shoes that don't match? I'm just like, that's just who he is. Yeah, it really <laughs> it's, is. It's really funny because every time I look at that, I'm just like, oh, that poor person that he stole those shoes from. I forgot about that. I only saw the movie once. I was not a fan of it. I'm, I'm in yeah. the minority though there. I know I am. Uh, no, I feel like I've talked to more people who didn't like it than I've talked to people who did. I think the people who just who, the people who do like it are just more vocal. Yeah, um, that might but be. No, I, I feel like there was a significant amount of people who did not like that movie. And I get it. That movie was all over the place. Um, I think I just I don't know. I, I liked I like the art artistic aspect of it, which. Yeah. OK, we don't need to talk about Spider-Verse because uh, <laughs> we're going on 120 uh, hour 20 right now. Um, I thought yeah. I rented the 3D version because the art style was so bad. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I get that. I wouldn't mind seeing that movie in 3D, although I feel like you'd have to keep a bucket net nearby because, like, it's probably going to give you 
like just motion sickness. I feel you could put on black and uh, blue and red glass sunglasses on the regular version and watch it. (laughs) For sure. Well, yeah. And I think that's just, they're playing a lot off of uh, the art style of the, of um, that comic. The Spider-Verse comic had kind of like those bright colors. Yeah. uh, Which is just the color palette of those artists that did it. Yeah. Rodriguez and Renzi. But, um, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. In short, WandaVision, a uh, great show. In all honesty, I really kind of want to watch it again. Um, just to kind of, especially, I don't know, trying to pick up on all the little details, uh, early on. Uh, cause like, I, I don't know. I didn't see Agatha coming. I, I didn't know who she was. Uh, it was kind of like a guardians of the galaxy thing for me where it's just like, I don't know. I'm going to enjoy this. And I did. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I actually like the funny thing is I don't think there's hints in this show uh, because we live in twi- in the 21st century. There has to be 50 videos every week saying 50 Easter eggs you missed. Yeah. And none of I them were actually this. relevant. They were literally just Easter eggs. They weren't plot joints like like yeah. the first episode. The opening has the character Grim Reaper in Marvel. His helmet is in the fir- is in the opening. Yeah. Like people were going, what's this mean? What's this mean? It was just an Easter egg of his helmet. It wasn't plot driven. Why was it like, what do you mean it's in the end? The be- what? In the cartoon version, in the bewitched opening of. Uh, oh, episode, okay. On the yeah. shelf is the Grim Reaper's helmet. Okay. Marvel Grim Reaper, not the, not the, you know, the uh, mytho- mythological cre- Grim yeah, Reaper. Yeah, yeah. His helmet is on a bookshelf. Okay. And yeah, people I mean, and thinking that was supposed to hint that he was in the show. He's not in the show. It had nothing to do. It was just he has a connection to Wanda. They put that in the animation. They put yeah. that in the animated opening. That's it. There's a lot of people that are like, look at this scene. Look at this. What does this mean? It doesn't mean anything. I don't think this show has any hints of what was actually what's uh, going on in it, to be honest. Yeah. It, well, and especially in those first few episodes, it seemed like they just had a lot of fun with Easter eggs in general. Because like there I mean, and when every episode that kind of had like a TV theme had a commercial and yes, all those the commercials are a nice hint and they're all affiliated with Wanda. Yeah, well, and they all kind of suggest, like, what's going on in her psyche in that episode. Uh, yeah. Because, like, the, uh, there was one where, like, there was a – it was a commercial for, like, yogurt, I think. And the kid in the commercial – it was, like, an animated commercial. And the kid in the commercial couldn't open it, and he ends up dying. Because yeah. uh, he's, like, dying of hunger. And I think in that episode – uh, it was, like, kind of her coming – like, having a weird realization that, like, Vision is dead. Uh, yep. sort of thing and so like the the commercials always kind of hint as to like what she's a- actually feeling i guess that are just portions in her life too yeah like, uh, there's ones that are about the accident that started off civil war um there's a hydra uh at a commercial which you know is mm-hmm. uh, a callback to her being affiliated with hydra right 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 which... Stuff like that there's some fun ones i was kind of sad to see uh, them disappearing like the episode that yeah. was like the office or modern family that didn't have a commercial but it did have wanda eating sugar snaps right which is no, which is a nod to thanos's uh snapping his fingers i thought that had a commercial uh there was the commercial with um about depression medication 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought that was beforehand. Okay, I'm thinking of the episode where she has all the flashbacks. Okay, that one doesn't have a commercial. Yeah. But yeah, there were little hints like that, like the sugar snaps is yep, a Thanos yep. reference mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Uh, I'll close this off with just saying that yeah. I was telling Dexter about this. Like I said, I think this show would have been great to binge watch because yeah. people were figuring it out really quickly where it was going. Mm-hmm. I would say probably a lot of theories were pretty ac- – the popular theories were pretty accurate outside of thinking Mephisto was in this. I think it would have benefited for him to appear, but I guess there might be room. I don't know yeah. if this is getting a second season or not, but yeah, uh, Wanda's like story is supposed to continue in Doctor Strange. And the final episode is called Series Finale, so I was like, oh, I think this is just one season show. And uh, But people were really figuring this out, and I told Dexter it really shows um, – how 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 different fandoms react like there are both people mm. of this fandom but i was telling dexter about this where you can really see the difference in i don't want to say intelligence but intelligence in fans <laughs> where we went from the mandalorian of people thinking an elderly mace windu with a robot arm was going to pick up grogu we went from thinking ezra from rebels was going to get grogu like we thought a video game character was going to get Grogu. Who was it? It was Luke Skywalker. We go to WandaVision where people saw a character named Agnes and go, oh, there's the villain. There's Agatha Harkness. Like That's why I, were... I didn't see any of those theories. Uh, I saw, well, the thing is, you're focused mostly on, you're very fairly focused on Twitter. Yep. Uh, which has gotten you spoiled in some things. Yeah, I see mostly Instagram in the trending searching thing, which mine is mainly Transformers, yeah. um, MCU stuff, and uh, Cats. And so, <laughs> not, not the musical. Yeah, no, no. And, uh, <laughs> so all I've been seeing are fan theories, and some of them were really spot on. And Yeah, I, I feel and, like on Twitter they were not. <laughs> on on Instagram, they really were. They were yeah. like, people were figuring this stuff out fairly fast. And it just kind of baffles me that throughout December, uh, November and December, all I kept seeing were just the stupidest theories for Star Wars. And it's like, God damn, our... <laughs> so stupid. And then I see the Marvel ones and I'm like, yeah, these fans are a lot smarter than the Mar- the Star Wars fans. Not to say there's not two of each. We're both fans of Marvel and Star Wars, but yeah. man, the people who make those things, it, they kind of baffle me. But then again, there's also a lot of stupid ones. Like the biggest one was Mephisto, and it's mainly because he is a character that is affiliated with Wanda. So. Yeah. I don't think that was an extreme theory. I think people are really waiting for him to well, show. And, the and like what you like you said too, like it. I mean, it feels like that's what they're alluding to at the end, and I get that. Um, there are hints of him too throughout it too. I mean, yeah. he first appears as an insect, and in one division, there is that locust that is just hanging out on walls. Well, and I think they suggested then at the in whatever the second to last episode that 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 was like Agnes's. She was using it. Yeah, she was doing that, which I mean, okay, that's fine. Uh, So, yeah, it's just very weird to see, like, I really wish in general social media would take a break. Yeah, no. um, People are getting too obsessed with this kind of stuff. And uh, it's our option to look at it. Yes. But and the stuff I see about like the shows like this and stuff, it's like, God, I 
I really hope there's not an overall mystery to uh, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I feel like people are going to be talking about like what, you know, speculating what's going on. And like this show did a really good job with cliffhangers, which is a really good job where people were legitimately pissed off when the show would end. Yeah, no. And they always ended on like like. Yeah, uh, they ended at the worst times. <laughs> it's just like, because, uh, yeah, every time it ended, I'm like, seriously? Like, you can't just say that and then end the show? And every episode. And, I, you know, they're going to do that with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, it's that's, yeah. that's just how it's going to be. And that's fine. Uh, we're we're in such a culture yeah. of, of binge-watching things that, like, we're, we just can't put up with that anymore. But, like, in the 90s, that's what every show was like. Um, yep. Star Trek did it. I don't know what else did it because I only ever really watched Star Trek, but like, I don't know. I just feel like every single show ended on a cliffhanger because like they want well, to watch the next episode. I, I don't think Star Trek did. TNG didn't. TNG was like just uh, one of the okay. stories D- all the time. Unless DS they did it too DS9 did it a lot. Cause like, DS9 so D- did it bad by the end. By the first couple seasons before they went into stupid Dominion War territory, yeah. 100%, they were pretty much like old school Star Trek where they were like one story arcs. Yeah, so each episode is its own thing. But then like, yeah, once they got into the Dominion War, like the whole season was a story. And yeah. Voyager was like that too, I feel like. Because Voyager would have like two three episode arcs sometimes um, yeah they would and and like and then so they, they had a lot of cliffhangers there too but like i don't know i just i just feel like i remember from the 90s just getting it, tons of cliffhangers yeah just I, I mean nowadays that's all it is like hey get last year throughout the last year of our podcast we reviewed picard picard was a 10 hour show a movie yeah it was a 10 hour movie and it's like god i hope it's not like that again and uh well i mean we're getting another i uh, i just read they released uh so star trek is going to be on paramount is it paramount plus paramount yep. plus cbs go is getting tra- is getting rebranded as paramount plus oh okay okay i didn't realize that um and then so we're yeah we're getting in at least one more picard i think um which i think they're filming now ish and I then, hope so, and I really hope Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart just retires after them. Yeah, and well, and the, the article I read, they kind of alluded to that, like that, just like, like like we'll keep making them if the actors are willing to keep acting. And Maybe. yeah, he needs to retire. Just he I mean, says out of in that, like funny little outtake of him and Mark Hamill and Uber Eats. Oh, that's a funny commercial. Yeah, and uh, there's outtakes of it, which is behind the scenes where they even said, "Would you do stuff with uh, Mark again?" and Patrick Stewart laughs and goes, I'm 80. <laughs> yeah. I'm 80 years old. And I mean, his age is finally catching up for him. For a long time, his age was not revealed, no. like shown. But in the past yeah. five years, his age is really uh, watching Watching Picard is honestly kind of rough just because of how old he looked. And like, I don't, I didn't know how much of it was makeup and how much of it is he's old. It was probably, uh, he's both, old. He's yeah. Old. And the thing is, is that uh, I think, like you said, uh, looking up stuff, Picard's only a year old. It hasn't aged well. Really? Like looking back at Picard, I'm going, yeah, this show's probably not as good as I remember it was when I first watched. Yeah. I mean, and I'll probably watch it again when the second season comes. Yeah, out, I'll so. I'll, ca- I'll catch up and rewatch it. I mean, but well, anyway, I wanted to say too though, with uh, Star Trek is doing like a huge, like a kind of a big uh, reboot sort of situation. Like they have a cartoon coming out that's about a bunch of alien kids who uh, find like a an abandoned Starfleet ship and they just take it over and start flying around apparently. 
and then I mean, and then you're, we're getting, I guess, the other shows that I think are going on. Um, what uh, I don't even know what this called. Discovery, Discovery and that Pike show that's supposed to happen. Yeah, which I'm actually kind of excited about because it's got it's uh I mean Pike and then what's her uh, Rebecca Romaine isn't she in it? Number one. Yeah. What is the deal with that? Why is she called number one? Is that, that her name? Her, that was her name in the first episode of Star Trek, I believe. She was just called number one because she was his uh she was his uh commander. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, I'm excited about that. I've always been very intrigued by Pike in general. Um, I like Anson Mount, so I'll be more than happy to check that out when it comes out. Who's he? Captain Pike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. You like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of good shows coming, uh, for sure. This will be a good year or two, uh, depending on how long it takes these things to come. It's just another streaming service to pay for, which is great. Um, but no, uh, yeah. Is there uh, anything else about, I guess, WandaVision or anything else you want to mention? We spoiled the whole thing, but I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the type of show for people, I guess, who have either already watched it or want to know what it is before they watch it, which you if, people are weird. You're invested the, in the MCU. It's a good continuation of after end game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, I mean, F, whatever. Yeah. Watch it. Okay. It's good it came out two years after Endgame, though, because I still have a little comic book movie fatigue. Yeah. I. What, it's funny just not having comic books for, like, a, a year, I guess, or comic book movies for, like, a year. Yeah. More. I don't even know what the la- what, when the last movie was that I went. I guess it was Spider-Man. I was Homecoming uh, back in June of 2019. <sighs> did we see that together? Yes, we I went and Okay. Yeah, because I didn't like it. Yeah, it was. Uh, you liked yeah. it way more than I did. I was pissed off through nine eighty percent. No, of the and stuff. yeah, and I, I think like it, I don't think over time it's it's I think as highly of it. I think I just really liked the portrayal of Mysterio. It was it was yeah. a. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't like the way. I don't like like how he became Mysterio, but they they no. made. But when he is Mysterio and fighting Spider-Man, it's perfect. He's a great Mysterio in a mediocre story. Yes. So I hope they – no, they can't bring him back. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, he died. Like, yeah, I was going to say, that's, which is really too bad because then it would have been great to have a, 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 what, a Sinister Six movie. That would have been fun. That was something Sony wanted to do without Marvel, and they even were going to do it without Spider-Man, and that would have been so stupid, but whatever. Well, Venom, was it going to be Venom fighting him, or? No, it's just going to be a Suicide Squad. Oh, well, we already got that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Suicide Squad. It was going to be Sony's version of Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's going to be a Sinister Six movie. It's going to be starring the Sinister Six. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess let's rest, let's wrap things up. Um, yep. I already said where you can catch us, so catch us on the internet if you have anything you want to say to us. Other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>